We have a name now. Yes, we do uh, have a name for the podcast. Film Rot. Indeed. And we also all have names. My name's Aaron. My name's Gabe. And my name is Trevor. Welcome to the Film Rot Podcast. That was, that was smooth. That was so much better than whatever we did last uh, last week. We're learning. Yeah, we're, we're like the traditional learning. episode, you know. Yes. I mean, traditional to the former podcast, not to this podcast. There is no yes. technically this is untraditional, uncharted, untraditional waters. Um, the podcast is on a bunch of stuff now. It's on like Spotify and. Google Play and other things. Not on iTunes yet, though. You know why? Because I tried. I tried to put it on iTunes, and just to make an iTunes account, you have to like put. Okay. To make an iTunes account, you have to download iTunes from Microsoft, and I never used Microsoft Store, so then I had to like recover my Microsoft password. So that was like a whole thing, and then I finally got that, and then I set up iTunes and made the account and I was like okay I made it and then I went to upload it and it was like you haven't completed making your account (laughs) so I had to follow like but there wasn't a link that was like complete making your account here it just said you haven't done it yet (laughs) so then I had to like go through like three different links to find like what am I missing and then it was like Apple won't count your account as completed until you've added a payment method what the like, I have to I have to add a payment method to upload my podcast to iTunes, so I just kind of gave up. But we will be on iTunes eventually. <laughs> the old podcast was on iTunes, and I don't remember having to go through all this, so I don't know. One day, yeah, one day. Anyway, Gabe, what's uh what's the Avatar news this week? Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Uh. It came out today. Uh, I said it earlier today. I gotta go back and look what it was. Uh, it's the first film since Avatar, the original Avatar, uh, to be number one at the box office for seven weekends. Wow. Uh, Where's all those people who are saying that it didn't have a cultural impact now? You know? I know, probably playing Smite or something stupid. <laughs> Well, it is pretty funny that there's a lot of people that I've noticed are acting like somehow it didn't do well financially. Like it's the it's already the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Like people just it's say made it. over they're, they're three point like, one billion dollars, bro. They're like, yeah, I can't believe Avatar <laughs> lost to the cat movie, and it's like, what? Well, it's made like so much money, that, but yeah, but it lost to the cat movie. I was like, okay, like. Do I kind of think the cat movie's a better movie? Yeah. Uh, but, like, I don't think the blue cat movie is that bad of a movie either. Uh, and it made a lot more money. And, like, I'm not trying to pull an Andrew here. My friend Andrew, uh, he is of the mind that if you make money, that means it's good. Um, and you can quote me on that. That is exactly what he said. He would not refute that in any way, shape, or form. Yes. But all the same. I don't know. Yeah, no, that was my Avatar news, is that uh, this week it, it passed up uh, Force Awakens and uh, Infinity War to become the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. Mm. Uh, 
I think it's still behind the first Avatar, uh, Titanic, and then uh, Endgame. It's the three of those James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> James Cameron has three of the four highest grossing movies of all time, which is pretty wild. Uh, I guess he just burns all that to go in submarines or whatever, but you know what? To raise the bar. Yeah. My other Avatar news that I saw was that uh, uh, Piacon is coming back. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but they confirmed that Piacon uh, and the Well Hunters, they're, they're both uh, coming back. So well, that plot line is going mean, to carry over, I guess. I like the whales. I don't know if I cared enough about the Whale Hunters. Um. Maybe they'll be expanded a little bit more, you know? It's literally just that episode of South Park about the whale hunting. <laughs> but, you know. Gabe is here. Gabe always appreciates my South Park record. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never... I've, I don't think I've seen a single episode of South Park, but... That's why Gabe... That's mainly why we brought Gabe on the podcast. <laughs> so just to giggle at Trevor's you. references. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's why I love you guys. That's why I have to have everybody around because somebody's gonna understand my references. But it's usually like one person will understand any given reference, and I just kind of have to cultivate. The references change depending on the audience, you know. Yeah. Because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> uh, um. It also got nominated for Oscars. Uh. Best picture being one of them. It won't win that. No, no, and it shouldn't. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it should. But you know, but but good for James Cameron. You know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I was looking because yeah, all the Oscars nominations came out. I was looking over that earlier. I I like I I I, I usually when the Oscar nominations come out, like I haven't seen most of them <laughs> uh i were there any that i mean avatar is cool i saw everything everywhere all at once got a bunch of nominations that's cool um and the batman got some i like the batman all right mm-hmm. i've warmed up to it a little bit more say the truth yeah i i kind of want to i kind of want to revisit it but i like i haven't seen the banshees of uh inishiran uh I haven't seen the Fablemans, Elvis, Tar, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Like, yeah. And I won't Did see you... them. <laughs> I might watch it. I like seeing, I don't know, I like I mean, seeing all the best pictures. I, 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 I always say I'm going to, and then I don't. So, you know. I probably will watch, like, Banshees. Um, I still haven't seen everything everywhere all at once. I'd probably watch that. Maybe Tar. I'm not going to watch Elvis, is what I'm fucking saying. I, there's yeah, no I'm world not, okay. where I watch Elvis. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know what, that's true. Last year I skipped uh, the Will Smith movie. Because that one just looked like mid. And I like wasn't interested. And then, you know. There's always the a infinite. mid biopic. Yeah, the slap happened, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and now I'm wondering if, like, is like who's the guy who plays Elvis? Austin Butler. Mm. 
if he punches someone or something, if there's some kind of controversy <laughs> at the Oscars with him, I'm going to take this as a sign that, like, I have some kind of <laughs> control over, like, whatever whatever best picture I choose not to watch. <laughs> something bad is going to happen. It's like watching a football game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not cheering loud. Yeah. Um, Top Gun Maverick, though. You saw that, Trevor. And that's yeah. what game best did picture. It? It's a great movie. Oh yeah, you both saw that. And it is a great. It's great propaganda. But no, I I should watch it. I I heard it's great. It is propaganda, but it is it is really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Really fucking good. Call me a stand for the American military industrial complex. Trevor loves the military. <laughs> I love the military. What can he say? <laughs> Quote me on that. Said, I love the military. I'd be over there right now. I got cataracts, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're making, a, you're making a podcast for the troops to listen to yeah. about, about the movie. You know, the boys, over they can't, they can't keep up to date on the mm-hmm. movies. You know, so you're, you're keeping up to date. You're doing, you're doing the Lord's work. Um, mm-hmm. Not to backtrack, but I I forgot that the the first Avatar news you sent this week Gabe, was about the narration change, right? Um, oh yeah, I'd already forgotten about that. Yeah, I I did too. I, uh, but I was just like looking in Discord and and saw it. Yeah, I guess Jake Sully, he's not going to be the narrator anymore. His son's gonna. Yeah. Which I mean is is yeah. is cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Is it? Um. Yeah. Do, do you guys think that means he's gonna die? Like Jake's gonna die? I think Jake and Natiri die at some point in these movies, but I don't know if he's sure. Die. But I don't think it's gonna be because he died or like. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be just. Uh, I think they'll they won't be connected. I think it's more about like time passing, passing of the torch, that kind of thing. That yeah, like I don't, I don't think like you know he'll be the narrator and then he'll die and then he'll like switch to his son. But like, just in you know, in the same idea of like a passing of the torch, like the movie starts off with his son narrating. Do you think it's gonna end with like him dying and being like, "You're ready to lead the tribe now," <laughs> and then he just you know the, the movie ends with some like dramatic monologue. You are chief now. Yeah, but he's uh, not chief though. Because it's the water people. <laughs> they're just normal. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just, just normal citizens of the water. Yeah, they're tribe. just <laughs> some schmucks. They left the forest people to die. Uh, you know what? That's based. Let's ruin that word even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to start a 30 minute discussion about the meaning of the word base? Just completely ignore the purpose of the podcast. I mean, it's. I mean, you and Trey, you and I was gonna say, is that we didn't we kind of already do that? Uh, Yeah, that's a self-reference. Uh, self, yes. Yeah, I reference myself because I'm a sociopath (laughs) and I'm a god, and uh, everything I say is funny and needs to be. Remembered for all of history and time. 
anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, man. That's cool. What, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Pawns. <laughs> Just to uh, make a I habit am. of calling everybody pawns. <laughs> Yeah, that should be your new thing. <laughs> it's my art. <laughs> Telling your friends pawn. <laughs> Transhumanist uh, god complex. <laughs> oh well. Speaking of arc, I, we need to address something. I think before we talk about raging bull. Uh, do you guys have any? You guys have any more? New, like, you guys see any, any wacky and wild news you want to bring up? Nope. I mean, I never get news on the old podcast. Well, see, on the old podcast, I was like, I was like looking for news, like uh, I need to find news. But now I'm just like, I feel like we should just talk about stuff if it, if we like have legitimately seen it throughout the week, and it was something that was interesting to us. Otherwise, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to like force it. You know what I mean? I get. Like we care about. I'm sure there's more news that happened this week, but we really just care about Avatar. So yeah. Um, but like speaking of character arcs, uh, something rather unfortunate started happening right after we started this podcast that we could not have foreseen, uh, happening. And and that's that Gabe is starting a new character arc and (laughs) that's the arc of hating movies. Um, Gabe is slowly starting to, uh, I don't know, become like disillusioned with the idea of cinema and, uh. He's turning against it. He's turning his back on it. Um, he's no longer getting enjoyment out of it. Uh, and, and like so, basically, we've decided to make a fun game out of this character arc, and uh, and that's that's uh, <laughs> that's a Gabe. Ha- Gabe doesn't have to watch these movies. Like we're not going to force him to watch the movies. So when we record the podcast, we're going to have a a full discussion on the movie, and Gabe is going to act. As if he'd seen the movie, even if he hasn't. And then at the end, me and Trevor, and you, the audience, you can guess along as well. We're going to take a guess on if Gabe actually saw the movie or if he was just gaslighting us the entire uh, length of the podcast. So, <laughs> What's your blind expectation, Aaron? Do you think he watched it or do you think he didn't? Knowing Gabe. Like okay, I don't want to give like away like too much of my strategy to Gabe because I feel like he can like right. use it to manipulate me or something. But I will for this. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I I think that Gabe said he watched it, and then in and then in parentheses he he said like or did I like three days ago? I don't. I think if he like faked watched it, he wouldn't have said it like that early. Hmm. Now I could be wrong. Like he could, that could have been reverse psychology. Like he could have been like, if I didn't watch it, I wouldn't like say. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he could be trying to pull a fast one on us. But and also, I just think you know it's the first one. <clears throat> I, I don't know if he'd want to skip the first one. Maybe he maybe he does though. Again, to like break. I, I feel like the expectation is that he watched it, but maybe to. To really shock us, uh, you know, in this second episode, yeah, maybe he just skipped Raging Bull, but uh, for now, I'm leaning towards he watched it. Gabe loves Ryan Johnson, so he he he's number one <laughs> Ryan Johnson fan. He may have 
You're right. Sought to subvert our expectations. (laughs) That that's very true. But uh, I think I agree with you. I think you probably watched. I suppose we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll say this. Uh, I think your logic is probably sound, but uh, it was yesterday that I said I watched it. Oh wow! I don't know if that. I don't know how much that changes your perspective. No, that that doesn't really change. Okay, just the fact that it was early. Just the fact that you before today watch it today. (laughs) I assume (laughs) yes, because that's how me and Trevor. Okay, (laughs) fair, fair. That's how much we pretty. I don't think me and Trevor like it was always the night before or yeah, like right before we did it. (laughs) What time did you watch it today, Trevor? Uh, like. Like, uh, well, I started at 12. Had to take a shit in the middle of it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Ended it a little bit ago. Okay, yeah, I, I started around, uh... I think I started around, like, 12.30, but... Uh, took a brief intermission to... To make lunch, so... But, yeah, I finished it around, like, 3, I think. Anyway, uh, I guess I'll, you know, intro it since it was my recommendation. Uh, 1980, Raging Bull, directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, the description from Letterboxd reads, When Jake LaMotta steps into a boxing ring and obliterates his opponents, he's a prize fighter. But when he treats his family and friends the same way, he's a ticking time bomb, ready to go off at any moment. Though LaMotta wants his family's love, something always seems to come between them. Perhaps it's his violent bouts of paranoia and jealousy. The kind of rage helped make him a champ, but in real life, he winds up in the ring alone. Huh. <laughs> That's like a... That almost feels like an analysis of the movie, then. <laughs> More than, like, just a just a brief blurb about what it's... I mean, that's what it's about, but... No. I would expect something about, like... The real-life story of boxer Jake LaMotta as he... Works his way up to the championship, and the complicated man he was inside and outside the ring, or something like that. But did you guys know this was uh, based off a of, like a a real guy, like Jake Lamont is a no. a real guy? No. And nope, I had no idea. Do now? Yeah, like most most of this is pretty much like taken out of a out of an auto, uh, uh, autobiography that that he wrote called Raging Bull. Um. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I, I was looking at, I was looking a lot about like the behind the scenes stuff because I thought that was really interesting. But I guess I could get into that in a bit. And I'll just say I liked it a lot. I don't know what you guys thought of it, but oh yeah, I was pretty fond of it. Not a fun watch, uh, but it's a good watch. Very, uh uncomfortable movie at points. Watching him be a giant piece of shit. But Ah That reminds me, I was gonna do like a funny thing where I was like I'm gonna give you guys a description of what Raging Bull is about and then I was gonna be it's about a strong willed Heroic man who is led astray by an evil woman. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's what he would have said, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, no, but then, then, yeah, then I was thinking, like, maybe it's too early to start, like, gaslighting our listeners. They might think, I actually think that, but no, <laughs> sorry. Guys, Aaron is not problematic. He swears. I'm so, I'm so not problematic. I mean, not in that way, at least. Uh, <laughs> what did you think, Gabe? Um, if you watched it? I was not that big a fan. Um, I'm going to kind of pull a tray and just, it, it, it just wasn't for me. Um, uh, because I guess the thing is to, uh, you know, explain references to our friends. Uh, we have a, <laughs> we have a friend named Trey, uh, and we give him a lot of grief, uh, for a lot of his film opinions. Uh, is just his common, his common line, uh, is just, it just wasn't for me. And, uh, yeah, this one, I, I don't know. It's, it, it did get better. It, it did get better throughout the movie and I started to be like, oh, okay, this is, this is solid. I get, I, I understand it. I get it. Uh, but. I don't know. It's it's just hard for me to get into a movie like that, you know. Where like, yes, I'm watching a, I'm watching a jerk the entire movie, and there's no there's no redemption, there's no character growth. Like he is just a jerk. Uh, and it yeah. is what it is, and, and that's fine. But like with something like The Wolf of Wall Street, like at least the movie is entertaining. Like, I'm still watching a giant douche the whole time, but, like, I I'm being entertained. This, I'm just... I don't, I'm just watching a guy be a prick for two hours. <laughs> and, and... And again, the, the, the acting, you know, was really good. Uh, I love Joe Pesci. Um, you know... If, just as a piece of, you know, quote unquote cinema, like it's, you know, it's good, I guess. It just, I don't know. Did, did it need to be a movie? I don't know. I I get that because I, uh, like I kind of, like you said, you said it got a little bit better for you as it went on. Like definitely in the first like 30 minutes, I was thinking, am I going to betray on this one? Yeah. <laughs> like am I going to am I going to come in here and tell the boys like I get it. Like I understand what it's trying to like yeah, it's about like a super just self-destructive terrible person who is like super insecure and like doesn't know how to uh navigate like personal relationships. So he just goes into the ring and lets people beat the shit out of him cuz like that's the only way he uh, you know, by, by like taking like physical punishment that's like the only way you can find relief for something i, I don't know and he, you know he's like an awful person to everyone around him and he drives them all away and it's like yeah i get it but um but i would say after about like i don't know like i i, I think i really got invested in it after the like the first act like I, I would say around the time he like marries um what was her name katie vicky vicky yeah. Uh that I would say that's when I really started getting invested in it. And like I, I started finding like 
things to be really uh, entertaining. I thought Kathy Kathy Moriarty was the actress who played Vicky. I thought she was really good. Mm. Uh, and yeah, like you said, Joe <laughs> Joe Pesci is great in this movie. Uh, I love Joe Pesci, and of, of course Robert De Niro. You know, yeah, he's great. Um, there's several scenes where he just like breaks down, uh, like he can't hold it in anymore. And I thought those were like super well done. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely get that because I I was kind of thinking the same thing, kind of a similar thing in in the beginning. Um, but I don't I I thought it was entertaining. Like I I thought I thought the boxing parts like were like super well shot and i thought like the i don't i don't know i just like the uh they're playing like those like i don't even know what it was like distorted sounds and stuff like while they okay were, i i did love that uh, that was yeah, really like, interesting <laughs> i like that a lot yeah and the camera's like just like flying around him and like sometimes it's like sped up the footage is like sped up and then sometimes it's like slowed down and i just like the look of like you could only just see like the first few rows of people and then just black and like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I I just love the look of the fights and I, I thought that was like really entertaining. I, I kinda wish there was like a longer fight sequence, I guess, but Yeah. The one in the end, um I thought that one was super cool. And I was reading that uh <laughs> like Scorsese like went uh was going through like uh storyboards for uh psycho is that what it's called <laughs> the Hitchcock movie? yeah yeah okay yeah he was going through storyboards for that to so he was like trying to shoot the final scene like a like a horror scene and when he raises up his his fist to like bring down the final blow it's like it's like a fucking killer like bring up a knife or something I, I thought it was super cool um yeah, I, I don't know. I just got, I just got like more and more engrossed in it as it went along, and like, yeah, you're not. I get what you mean. I feel like it can be hard watching a movie about like a super, you know, like no sympathy for the guy, right? Like he's just a, like you said, he's just a complete douche. Like he's a terrible human being. But sometimes that can be hard because like you're not gonna be rooting for them. But I think when they're like well written enough and like well acted then it just becomes it's just like interesting for me to watch it as like a i don't know like a character study or something even though yeah like he's pretty stagnant like he doesn't change but like ultimately you see how that turns out for him in the end i guess and i think that's what makes the story like engaging to me nice uh um i enjoy the uh kind of highs and lows rise and fall bullshit of a just a man who really fucked up and just watching him just be a dick and you know um i you know i he's literally me um no, <laughs> oh, oh god uh, he's definitely not uh me um but <laughs> Uh, I I just I just know I just kept thinking of like especially like later in the film the whole fourteen year old at the bar kind of thing. Oh my! Kept gosh. thinking about Justin Roiland. <laughs> <laughs> just kept thinking about Roiland. It's like why do you keep fucking up? Like 
And like when he's like sitting there and he's like banging his head on the wall, and I'm just like picturing Justin Roiland <laughs> doing the exact same thing. Why'd you send those texts, Roiland? Why'd you have to get in those DMs? Stupid, dumb, dumb. Br- brief aside, is is Justin Roiland like? Did that come out? Is he like a? Is that what like happened? A, a, the, all I knew is like the domestic. Uh, no, yeah, that's a thing. But the bigger thing that's come out is that a lot of people have accused him of like grooming and stuff. Ooh, been a lot of texts, a lot of DMs with receipts and everything. Him saying weird stuff, calling underage girls jailbait as a nickname. Um, uh, a lot of them. I don't know how many of them are like have been proven or you know not, but I've seen. The DMs, uh, regardless of the veracity of them, I've seen some of the DMs, and it's always just stuff like what one of them was. Uh, and again, I I don't know enough to tell you how true these individual ones are, but one was something like, uh, "When you turn eighteen, you should start cam whoring and things like that." This really Jeez. really lovely stuff. He's drunk in one of them. He's like, "Don't don't show anybody these texts, you bitch." <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LOL. The, Jesus. It's he's, a lot of it's kind of like cringy too. It's just like a lot of like, ooh, nuzzles you. Like he'll do shit like that with like fucking <laughs> asterisks and like. <laughs> and I just have to wonder with people like that and you know the guy in Raging Bull, Olamara. It's like you gotta ask yourself at some point. It's like it's one thing to be fucked up, right? It's another thing to be that bad about being fucked up, you know, like, damn, you know, like, is it that hard to just, like, not do these things? And I think that's yeah. something I really liked about Raging Bull is because it's, it's, because people don't do those things because they know better. Because even somebody who's, like, a bad person, if they know better, they don't do it, right? And if somebody has those instincts, they're still, like, cognizant enough to like not get caught doing it if they're doing it at all right or they don't do it because they're afraid of being caught but it's like so you know for somebody to be behaving in such a manner you it kind of has to be compulsive it's got to be something that's like gradual and slow and it happens without them even realizing they're doing which is something i also liked uh in last year uh in barbarian which I don't want to talk about Barbarian. I don't want to spoil Barbarian, right? Because this isn't about Barbarian. This is a spoiler show. But because you know, but there is the guy that has accusations against him in that movie, and you know the way he frames it, it's like, well, I'm not a bad guy. I don't do bad things. But he, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a simple concept. But I always like seeing it done effectively because I think people kind of lose sight of that sometimes. It's like, to do stuff like that, you have to think you're not that bad of a guy, right? Like, you have to not really be fully aware of it. So, like, in Raging Bull, like, the scene where he is in that room and he's smacking his head and doing all that shit, like it's like coming home to him that his entire life has just been like a string of one fuck up after another that just kind of like, I don't know. Because it's not so much that anybody does these actions, it's that they're that person in, to begin with. That those actions represent them as a person. 
and that you know that's the real reason why these things kind of happen you know because somebody yeah, fucks like, up somebody fucks up because the truth of the matter is it's probably what people want to say somebody fucks up i mean i mean most of the time unless it's well because if somebody fucks up once they're not going to fuck up so bad that they're going to get canceled for it for the rest of their life if somebody fucks up so bad that it's something you get canceled for this isn't a first time you know and it won't yeah, be the last time and it's you know it's a hard thing for me to kind of put into words but i i think i think you guys are hearing me and i just liked that because he even says that he's like i'm not i'm not that bad of a guy what did i do what did i do but it's like yeah, I don't know. You'd think for somebody, you'd realize at a certain point. It's like, you know, maybe uh, storming into my brother's home and beating the fuck out of him over dinner isn't... Yeah, in front of his wife and children. Isn't yeah, an ethical that, that was thing a, to do. That was an intense scene. Like That that was a pretty wild scene. Um, I was waiting for him to kill somebody the whole time. Honestly, yeah, same. I, honestly... In that scene, I thought he was going to kill his brother. Like, I was like, oh, no. Is this, like, where this takes, like, such a dark... Is like, he, you know, he loses himself in his anger, and then... I mean, I, I guess it's, like, almost worse. Like, he didn't kill his brother, but... I mean, it's it's not worse, because he didn't kill a man, but... Well, it's, it's, like... basically... It's just kind of the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. his, his brother's still alive, but he just doesn't want to talk to him anymore. Yeah. Because he... You know, like, his... You know, Joe Pesci's character wasn't, like, the greatest guy either, but he did love his brother, and he was trying to do everything he could to help him, and he stuck by his side and probably defended him. There were a lot of stuff that he did not deserve to be, you know, defended. Uh, no. And, but then, you know, the instant that, like, self-doubt and, like, jealousy creeped into his mind, he just, like, lost it, and none of that mattered to him, in the moment, mm. at least. Um <sighs> Because, like, I think the thing is that people, people really overestimate bad people. And they think that bad guys um, just sit around and they, they wring their hands together and they're talking about how, how much of a dick they're going to be today, how evil they're going to be today. But they don't really think of those kinds of things. And to him, he's justified because he's just, you know, he's that obsessed with his own image and his, you know, like you're saying, the moment he suspects anything is a myth, right, then, you know, he dwells in that and forms a whole worldview around that and everything's to serve that. And I like how he he's so manipulative, too. Because he'll say things to, like, his brother and to Vicky uh, where he'll, like, feign knowing more than he actually knows. Yeah. Because he just suspects shit. And so he'll be like, you know, oh, I heard things. And they say, what'd you fucking hear? Oh, I heard it. You know, <laughs> tell me. I heard it. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know. So he says some shit like that to you. You shut the fuck up. But, you know, that's a very uh, intimidating thing to hear. But, you know, just him trying to, like, eke it out of him and shit. Because it's like, because I like that, like, his downfall is. <laughs> the 14 year old in his boat like not you know like it's a long process but that's what gets him in jail and everything right and uh i like that that's what it was because it's not like it's not like he well he woke up and he's just yeah yeah i'm gonna 
I'm going to pass a 14-year-old off to a bunch of greasy old men. You know what I mean? Like, he just, like, he did a shitty, creepy thing. Just a generically creepy, you know. He's like, hey, why don't you give me a smooth, prove, prove you're 21 to me. Give me, a, give me a big old wet kiss. You know, it's not like, he's not Epsteining, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's not like, eh. yeah, take this all-expense-paid trip to my private island in the, in the Hudson. I don't, I don't fucking know anything about New England. <laughs> I don't know anything about New York. Whatever they do, they go in the bay, they go in the water. <laughs> the beautiful, shimmering waters of uh, Manhattan. <laughs> don't swim in the Hudson. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get what I'm saying. I like that it's... I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, it's a buzzword kind of now, but it is like banality, you know? Like, evil people are kind of boring. Bad people are boring. And, uh... They aren't... There's not as much mysticism to them as we kind of like to believe. There's not, like... Like, not everyone's a Hitler. You know, like, <laughs> most people aren't, aren't like that. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that there are people that are just toxic. And that's just, well, that's just what they are. I mean, that's, what, that's my read. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, th I think you made a lot of good points. Uh, well, yeah, well, kind of. I, I was reading that the, uh, the like the real Jake Lamada, like, uh, like apparently when he was a kid, they were like super poor, and his, his father would like, literally just like force him to fight other poor kids, <laughs> for like people's entertainment, and they would just <laughs> throw change at them. I shouldn't laugh. But. Which is, <laughs> no, I mean it. It's it's awful, <laughs> but it's like, it is just that. That is just an insane. Yeah, like it's like gang night. The, the poor people fight. Exactly. Yeah, and they're just throwing change at these kids, and that's how his dad uh, would pay rent sometimes. So, I, honestly, when I read that, I was like, that would have been inter that would have been something interesting to include in the film because I don't. Obviously, it does not justify you know the the person he keeps became but it kind of explains a bit of like all these like issues and like uh you know this uh i don't know what you want to some 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 sort of complex that, that this guy has you know well you don't uh, become like that in a vacuum you no, know yeah you know, I, I think like you don't live a, a good normal life and turn out like that you know I, I don't know not to say that anybody who fucking has an upbringing like that is just damned to be an evil person and like you said, it doesn't excuse anything. But it's context. It contextualizes things. Um, but I'm yeah. not surprised if the film is any indication of his real behavior. That uh, he, was no. in the, he was in the fight club. He was in the, he was in the, 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 the street urchin. <laughs> the scamp fight club. <laughs> yeah, I, I also saw some pictures of him like on set. Uh... Like he helped out uh with the movie and like consulted De Niro, um hmm. and, and so did his ex wife. Like there, there's like photos of them on set. They look like friendly. So like I, I don't, I don't, I didn't read much about like later in life. Like hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully he was able to maybe kind of reconcile with his past. And I mean, again, it's like I said, like he is still, you know. He's still just a guy, you know what I mean? Like, he's still capable of 
And that's kind of the sinister thing of some people, you know. You could kind of just be normal for a lot of the time. Because <laughs> that's the thing, like, you'll hear, like... I don't mean this is going to... Yeah, I don't, know. I don't mean to stick, stick my dick into this. Um, but, uh, you know. Well, you hear that a lot with, like, victims of, like, abuse. Like, uh, especially, like, spousal abuse. And they'll say things like, oh... You know, when he's good, he's great. That kind of thing. It's like, well, yeah, but everybody, yeah, that's, everybody's, that's like... true, like... Not everybody is just constantly horrible all the time. Like, nobody yeah. is, really. Like, like you can't look at it like that. Like, oh, he's not, you know, he didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't chain me up into a, you know, and throw me <laughs> out into the, in, into, like, negative 20 degree weather in my underwear and pelt me with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and paid children to beat me. <laughs> paid street children to beat the fuck out of me. He didn't. He didn't do that to me. You know, it could be worse. It could be worse because it can always be worse. You know, the worst person could be worst. Could be, could be worse. <laughs> I mean to say. Yeah, like how many times throughout the movie did you know both his wives like threaten to leave him and mm-hmm. and then you know because he does the thing. And, He's and like, they, oh, they didn't. yeah. He, Ah, I'll, ah. <laughs> I'll be a bum without you, baby. Come on. I need you, baby. Baby, I'm come on. Baby. I watched this movie with my girlfriend, by the way. I watched this movie. I just do it because I love baby. you so much, baby. Also, she, uh, she, her take. She told me, she said, yeah. I'm going to have to pull a tray. Yeah. <laughs> and say that this probably just isn't for me. I mean, no, I mean, that's fair. It, I don't think this is a... Yeah, this isn't for everyone, but... Um, it would definitely... To, to to make another reference to our friend group and then explain it, uh, definitely wouldn't be Edie's type of movie because it's in black and white. Uh, and that's just a reference to our friend Edie who hates black and white movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Which, that was another thing I was reading about, uh, is that, yeah, he, he just wanted to make it black and white, because, like, that's how, uh, most people watched boxing in the 30s and 40s, was on black and white televisions, and, uh, you know, obviously, like, the movies coming out then would have been black and white, and then also he was trying to recreate, uh, like, uh, like crime photography in New York from the 30s mm-hmm. and 40s of like mob executions and uh just like you know kind of like grimy street life uh mm-hmm. photography and all those were cuz I mean I think it's a good aesthetic. White. I think it works for the film. I mean yeah, I I think over yeah, I think it yeah, that combined with like I don't just how smoky this there's so much smoke there in is this a tremendous I mean, amount of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That- yeah, like it does. You do just kind of. It does just feel like yeah. This is, this is like what it would be like to be in a club in the '30s or something. Because our friend, and the music was. Uh, oh yeah, the scores. Yeah, the score. The score is good. I I was reading that. Uh, most of the score comes from Scorsese's like personal collection of vinyl records, uh, and that he, like, worked with some, people to like make sure that the like the background songs you know when they're in the club or at the pool made sure they like matched up time wise and also it's like that would they you know they were accurate like that would have been you know the, that could have been the song that was playing at it in an upper class uh club or you know what I mean. had a certain like 
looked like that kind of, you know, just you can feel the smoke on the walls, like the the, the, <laughs> the smear of tobacco smoke, and you can hear it too, and in the music, and I liked that quite a lot. Um, yeah. All I was gonna say though was because I do like the black and white aesthetic, because I, you know, because our friend Jacob, his take at J- uh, Letterbox Jack Six Jack, um, shout out. <laughs> Shout out his his wonderful profile. You can hear his wonderful takes. Um, yeah, because I mean, his argument is it, it isn't just that he hates black and white movies. He thinks that uh, I I would say somewhat reductively thinks that uh, you know, it doesn't have any business being black and white movies when they don't have to be black and white movies <laughs> because it's an attempt to just look. To give it like a certain authenticity that isn't really there, or to make it look like more thought was put into it than it really was, and I think I mean you know because that's true sometimes. Like there's definitely a lot of like mumblecore art house kind of films that, yeah. that'll well, just like, be yeah, in like black he... and white for no reason, and there's not really anything to it. But the lighthouse needed to be in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have worked like... right with that. Yeah, I get that criticism, like, if you're, like, an intro film professor and you're watching, like, all your students' like first student film and you're, you're going through them all and they're all in black and white and you're like, what the heck? Uh, <coughs> Francis Ha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I, like, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't apply that criticism to something like Raging Bull or The Lighthouse. And he would probably apply it to Raging Bull. Probably. And he probably would to all of our, to what you said about... Oh, uh, crime photography. Oh, uh, you know, uh, the film, the, the way uh, b- boxing matches were televised. Uh, he goes, mm, bullshit. But, you know. <laughs> they each their own. Some things just Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think it does help. Yeah, yeah, I, like yeah it. I think the black and white, the smoke, the music, like, just makes the it, set design. Makes it, it all plays, and, yeah, it it gives it a very specific feeling that it, that I like. And then I, I think it puts you in the right... Yeah, it puts you in the right headspace to be watching like the type of story and the type of characters that you're you're gonna be watching. You know, I like how fat he gets. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. So I, you know how much weight he gained and how quick, <laughs> no. and also how he did it. Uh, l- let me find this so I can. It was like it was like sixty pounds or something. I don't know how fast he did it. Yeah, it was sixty pounds in four months. Um, and the, the crew still got paid. This is like, you know, the final things they shot were when he gained the weight. Um, the crew still got paid, but they shut down production for four months and he went on a eating trip around Italy and France for four months, just going to like all these like r- restaurants and everything and just like eating the best like Italian food that he could find. <laughs> And he gained sixty pounds in four months, which is incredible. <laughs> that is pretty great. And I was trying to find like more specifics of it, and I was like, eventually I did. But at first, I was just looking up like Robert De Niro eating tour, and I guess that's just the thing he does a lot. He just goes on like <laughs> super expensive trips, just going to like the like you know highest fine dining establishments and. In different countries and just eating their food, which and he kind he kind of looks like he did in the movie. Now. <laughs> I mean, no, no, yeah, no disrespect. Was... I mean, he's an older guy. He's had a good life. You know what? He deserves it. 
<laughs> I, I have no room to speak about his physique, but no, I mean that's probably what I'd do if oh, I yeah. was an actor. Like, if I admit, what else are you gonna spend all that money on? Well, give it away. I don't drugs. Think so. Well, yeah, drugs and food probably. Um, hey, you do the right drugs. That that weight will just fall right off. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if you there's a good, you can find a good balance there. <laughs> a lot of crack. <laughs> a lot of crack, but I also eat a lot of food. That kind of counteracts the crack, and I just stay in shape. He's still a middleweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's his regiment. Just eat a lot of food and do a lot of crack. He stays eat perfectly middleweight. Smoke a lot of crack. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Are you like a heavyweight if you're just like really fat? Like, uh, it, it's not. You know, you don't have to be fat necessarily. You probably are heavier. But it, it is quite fat? literally just your weight. Can you be fat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you'll probably not do well. But, but like, what if you, like... Well, no, I mean, there's, a, there's like, I guess... I mean, boxing, sure, but, like, what if, like, okay, like, okay, MMA, sumo. Is that a thing? Like... I mean, there are just bigger guys in MMA. Like, but... a, a guy that just, like, he wins the fight just by sitting on them. Like, they can't even... <laughs> he just, boom! He has, like, a big... He has, like, a, a Kung Fu Panda belly bounce. And then... <laughs> <laughs> fat people are funny. I'm sorry. I said it. <laughs> I'm fat. I can say that. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> Um, um, now I can't I, <laughs> though, or else I get I get retroactively judged for this comment. I do. <laughs> I love because every time I see Joe Pesci in a movie, I think back to because I, I don't know when the first time I watched Joe Pesci in a movie, but it was after I saw this Family Guy, you know, gag or whatever. It was just it was making fun of Joe Pesci, basically. It was like, in the 90s, this was a tough guy. And it's just, Joe Pesci is such a, he's such a small guy. He's, he's little, so yeah. incredibly small. <laughs> I was going to talk about. But, like, he is such a good tough guy. Like, it, it's weird. It, it's it's funny. That's I think that's what, he's like, ty- he's like tapping into his, like, small man, like, anger. <laughs> Like he's like channeling all the anger of, of being short, of in being like chaotic Pesci. bursts of violence. Like he kingpin that dude. He was smashing <laughs> that man's head. That was that was like probably for me like the most like entertaining scene. Like I was like laughing and smiling in that scene because Joe Pesci. Like I thought it was over, and I was like, "Oh, the scene's <laughs> over." And then Joe Pesci is waiting outside and jumps the dude again, <laughs> and then and then I thought it was over. I was like, "Oh, he just got the final hit in," and then he like picks up the what? Like he picks up like a pole and starts like beating him with the pole, <laughs> and then I, and then I thought it was over again, <laughs> and then he started beating his head in with the door, and that scene was just like incredible. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Just obliterating yeah. this man that is probably a foot taller and maybe seventy five pounds heavier, <laughs> minimum. Yeah, He's like a he little Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, like he kept fighting and he was fighting dirty. You know, there are no rules, right? Like 
He's not in the boxing ring. He... Uh, his brother was like he actually was a boxer in real life. Like they didn't show that in the movie, but he did box professionally as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. It was just I think it was just a short period, like forty-five to forty-six. Okay. But he had like over thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Like they didn't specifically say it in the movie, but like he was sparring with his brother, and he was like on his brother's like coaching. Yeah. Team. So I I guess yeah you'd have to assume he at least had some knowledge of the sport. Um One thing I was reading is that like uh I I guess De Niro is the one who who really wanted to make this movie and he like kept coming to Scorsese and being like we got to make this movie, we got to make this movie. And Scorsese was basically like I hate sports. Nope. <laughs> and he just and like he just kept saying he just like didn't like sports uh and he didn't want to make a movie about sports, and he kept saying, like, ah, I've seen it before, like, you know, guy gets angry, beats his wife, wife leaves him. Like, it's been done before. And then, uh, I, I guess, I, I guess in the, uh, I don't know, the late 70s, Scorsese had a pretty bad uh, cocaine addiction, and uh, <laughs> did some projects that lost a lot of money, and, like, OD'd. And then, Robert De Niro came to him in the hospital and was like, you're gonna die, or we make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Scorsese was like, alright, we'll make the movie. And then I think he said he, like, then he could, like, relate to it more than just, like, boxing. Then he was like, oh, it, it, like, it is about boxing, but it's also just about, like, you know, a troubled a man uh, giving into his demons, I guess. But, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. And then I was reading that, like, for the movie, like, Scorsese went to a few boxing matches, but he's still... He didn't like it. Like he's not a fan of of boxing. I, I think it was like he saw them having to like clean up the blood after the after the match and he's like this is like they call this a sport. Like this is <laughs> people just barbaric. Watch this shit. Like, yeah, that, that that was pretty much his his opinions on it, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe that helped in the way that he portrayed the scenes cuz they are like especially that last one. Like it is just scary. Like it is just like like i don't know this is like a this is like a dark parallel to to rocky kind of like rocky would never lay a hand on a woman you know <laughs> rocky's a gentleman yeah like rocky is about like rocky a, is the noble step yeah rocky is just about a dude who's like definitely on the spectrum he's like a little weird he loves boxing and he has a big crush on a girl at a pet store, and he follows his dreams and works hard, and it, it pays off. And he's like not egotistic. He like doesn't think he's the best. He never thinks he has a chance, but he tries, and he tries his best, and he succeeds. And then this movie is like <laughs> just this awful human being who thinks that he's like the greatest fighter in the world. I've never actually seen Rock. I haven't either. Oh, really? The the first Rocky, like, they eventually become, like, I think what people view Rocky as, which is, like, Rocky beat the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> the first Rocky is more of just, like, a romantic, like, drama, kind of. Like, it's pretty wholesome. It, it's it's cute. Uh, I really like the first Rocky. Uh, for different reasons than I like this movie, but I think they would make for an interesting double feature. Not as interesting as making a fight. No. But 
Yeah, well that that might have been the most the most complex and intricate double <laughs> of all time. What do, what do we used to say all the time, Aaron? What else can you say? Yeah, what else can you say? What else can you say? What else can you say? I mean, we can go ahead and get into I mean, the it's rating. a biopic. You know what I like? I I liked it a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, but like. You know what I like when it's done right, like it's done in a way you've kind of seen before. Um, it's really carried by like their performances specifically, not so much like that. That is true. Like, I, you know, I love giving Trey shit, but his review was basically like, I've seen it, like, it's well done, but I've seen it all before, kind of. Mm hmm. Um, and, and like, I get that. I just think, yeah, I, I think elements of this were done like so well that, yeah, like this is like a great, what I, I would say one of the great like biopics and like this kind of story. But also I get what you're saying. It's like, yeah, those aren't, that's not like my favorite thing in the, I don't think those are like the most creative stories to tell, but I don't know. I still really enjoyed this. I thought that. Uh yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like I've pretty much said everything about that I need to say about it. I, I think it's pretty great. Um I, I'd probably give it like an eight out of ten. I'll give it a nine. Okay. A nine? Okay. Um I won't I won't be as extreme as Trey. I'll probably go like seven point five. Um Okay. Yeah. Now the real question. Did Gabe really watch it or not? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what everyone's been waiting for. Did Gabe really watch the movie? I'm going to lock in. I'm going to say yes. Um, There was nothing about the discussion that led me to believe that Gabe did not watch the movie. Uh, See? And I feel like maybe he... I See, I feel like you didn't, you didn't talk in, about it in a lot of detail, but... The fact that you said it wasn't for you, like, I, I, you know, I feel like you wouldn't, you know, be super passionate about it or whatever, so you wouldn't, but then maybe you're using that to throw me off, but you know what, I'm, I'm going to say you watched it. I'm going to say he didn't. Ooh, what's your reasoning? I mean, I'm, I kind of just want to say he didn't just to say he didn't and see if I'm right, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I just, there was one comment you made. Where you said something about uh, how he gained 60 pounds. Like, you're like, yeah, I know he gained like 60 pounds. Which to me implies you looked up stuff about the movie because you looked at... Now, you could have just done that because you were interested in the weight he gained. But I'm thinking about... Because last time we, when, when we discussed this, mm. uh, you said you would do research to try and throw us off. And that sounds like something... I don't know. It just—it sounds like it was that kind of research, not like you were just. Oh man, I wonder how much weight he gained. But then again, I mean, you'd probably know the whole. He gained, um, you know, how he gained it. I mean to say that he did the whole Italian thing. Then maybe that means you didn't watch it because you didn't even look that stuff up. You just said that to act like you did. I don't know. 
Alright. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer, Trevor. You're going no? Wait, you're still going no, Trevor. Yes, I'm still I'm still going no. Okay, okay. Gabe, the big reveal. I watched it. <laughs> now I just feel bad. No, what okay, but what's funny is that I did like I did look it up like afterwards. Like it, that is something I do, like after I watch something, I'll usually like go on Wikipedia and just like I don't know, look, just read about the movie. Just basic stuff. But that was something I saw. I, I wasn't actively curious, like, oh, how much weight did he gain? But that was just something I read on Wikipedia. Like, oh, he gained, like, 60 mm. pounds, you know, just eating in Paris. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say that that was... Yeah, that's why I had all the fun bits, because, yeah, I, I do that not not after, like, every movie I watch, but... For a movie like this, I, I feel like I'm usually interested. Yeah, in, like, I, w- I want to know more about it. The production side. Yeah, I usually read like most of the Wikipedia page. And then for this, I, like Criterion had like an article talking about like the behind the scenes. I read a little bit of that. But yeah, I, I especially like See, to I look never it up do. like when it's <laughs> a biopic or like based off of, you know, a real person or story or whatever like this. I want to know. See, I didn't know it was until Aaron said it was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even. That's how little <laughs> I do. And I was like, damn, all right. It was, Melody asked it when we were watching the movie. She was like, is this like based off a true story? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it might be. I don't think it is. And it is, apparently. Yeah, see, I, yeah, the, I didn't know that. I just, I mean, like, I didn't know that when I recommended it. Like, I, I didn't really know that. Um. But Sugar Ray, like, I recognize that name. Yeah. I, I saw, like, real boxers, like, listed, like, in the opening credits. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this a real guy? I don't participate in blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was not crazy about this film. <laughs> the acting and beautiful shots. But I was not crazy about Jake as a character. I'm sorry. That would have been I it would have been a funnier oh, bit. I was dude. trying to read Trey's review. Yeah, I was like, what is Trevor doing right now? And I'm like, oh, he's reading Trey's review. Yeah, that would have been so funny if in the beginning I was like, Trevor, what did you think? And you're like, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Okay. I feel bad because like I think we bullied Trey into starting to write like essays for his reviews. Mm-hmm. Cause he said the reason he does that is because he doesn't like just being the it's not for me guy. But now we're roasting him <laughs> even harder because he puts actual effort into his reviews, which is so. I mean, funny. really, what is the point of life? Laugh at the question all you want, fine. But think to yourself, <laughs> what is the point of you, life? Why do you get up in the morning? Oh, no. I, I, okay. Listen, I, I'm memeing on it, but you're right. We are bullying him. But, oh, we're bullying him so bad. But, but I, I actually admire. That he takes the time to write the reviews. Um, that's not for me. Um, but, you know, I try to read them for the most part. I, I do think. sometimes. I haven't read his last couple. <laughs> if it's like a I movie would... that I haven't, like, seen, I'm kind of afraid of, like... Ex- yeah, I like, I didn't read his review for uh, Inishirin or whatever, because... 
I haven't seen that, and I think I might really like it. So I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. What also, if... don't really like. I don't really care about spoilers for movies. Um, but I don't. I don't really like to know like other people's like perception of it, like going in, because I feel like that might like change. You know what I mean? Like, like if if I hear from Trey that Inishirin is, you know does one thing really well or is like clearly about one thing then i feel like maybe when i watch it i'll just be like hyper focused on that instead of you know i don't know but also it's long and i just don't like reading (laughs) i got better things to read i was elected to lead not to read (laughs) i hope no no i I, I, to give trey a genuine compliment like you trevor i i do think you know i I respect it um it's something i think about sometimes not in terms of like writing actual reviews because like i don't really care how other people view my reviews or ratings but like i yeah i feel like sometimes like in my it's like in my head if i ask myself like why do i like this movie like obviously on a subcontinent like you don't always need to know like you just like it but to go through and like kind of pick apart like why you actually like it and why things connected with you and stood out to you instead of just being like it was cool mm-hmm. you know I, but just imagine I if feel i like was that's... doing that when i was behind on my letterbox reviews like oh, i don't <laughs> i don't think i'd be yeah. ever back no. i'd still be in uh i'd still be in december right now <laughs> all right well uh I guess that's basically the show, except for Gabe's gotta recommend what we're gonna watch and <clears throat> talk about for next week. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I know I probably should have done that, <laughs> but uh, I also kind of wanted to wait and see like what gets added to streaming services in a couple days. Mm. Um. Okay. I, yeah. That's yeah. Fair. I've had like a couple ideas. Um. But for now, let's just let it be a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. When? When do the? When do the new? Uh, like the first of the month. Like? So was that Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Yeah. When? Wednesday. <laughs> record a little addendum to the yeah yeah i'll just i'll when i'm editing because i i won't edit this by wednesday i'll just cut it and see. Be like this is yeah Gabe's see movie. there you go it's fine yeah yeah so uh i'm excited to see uh <laughs> i'm excited more to see responsible than like the several times i had not picked a film and then picked one when you asked me to pick one aaron would be like uh the lure that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a... i never did that exactly but like I, like when i recommended raging bull like i had like a couple i wasn't really decided on but i was like eh, you know what raging bull because uh, i don't know i wanted to watch it i kind of want to know what gabe's cooking up though yeah can you give us any like what do you have any contenders that you can um, know? i well okay because I asked, you know, earlier this week, like, if documentaries were on the table. Did you guys ever add, did you guys ever do documentaries? I, I did. Oh, we did, we did do, uh, what, the David Arquette movie? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, we did that. Um uh the one I was thinking of was uh Fire of Love the like yeah, the volcano movie. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have Disney Plus anymore, but I I can get my hands <laughs> on it anyway. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. By paying for a new Disney Plus <laughs> subscription. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that, yeah. yeah that looks I, cool. I was thinking about that a lot just because it's supposed to be really good. And I think, it, I mean, it'll probably be really good. Uh, I also thought about forcing you guys to watch the Amy Winehouse documentary finally. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I probably, I won't do that. I don't think I'll do that. I want to, but I won't be I'm that. Glad guy. you have some respect left for us. It's an A twenty four movie. It's at least a seven. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, honest to God, I kind of thought about Ace Ventura, uh, When Nature Calls. If that's on something, <laughs> just like the, it's it's one of the funniest That'd movies. Be pretty funny, made, you know. And, and I don't know if you guys have ever actually sat and watched it. I know I've wanted us to watch it before, uh, and it's not happened. So, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, whatever Gabe's pick will be inserted right here. It's me, Gabe, and I'm, I'm recommending the movie Goon, the 2011 hockey comedy Goon. It's the best movie ever. I love this movie so much. It's available on Amazon Prime, Pluto TV, Tubi, and Voodoo for free. Goon! It's me, Gabe, and I... Oh my god, Gabe, that was such an interesting pick that you had. I can't wait to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really uh, looking forward to it. I'm excited to, Looking guys. forward to... <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you're excited about this movie that I've already picked. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited for... Goon! <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's the space. Yeah. I want to do that too. Alright, well... Um... <laughs> We're a little bit more organized uh, than we yeah, were last yeah, week, yeah. But, but yeah, we're, we're getting there. Um, this is a casual podcast. Yeah, this yeah. You come no, for no. casual yeah, talk with some casual boys. Yeah, I want to keep it casual. You know, it'd be it'd be silly not to. But anyway, like if you are interested in finding us on Letterboxd or uh, you know your preferred podcast app uh, i'll try to try to put all those stuff all that stuff in the in the description so yeah anyway uh until then i, I guess uh trevor you want to hit us with your classic catchphrase it's just gonna turn into like trevor gurgling eventually <laughs> 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 you go film rat. <laughs> You're listening to <laughs> film rot. <laughs> film rot. <laughs> Where the big boys play. <laughs> <laughs> big boys, big tanks. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just hear like a <laughs> like a fucking bullhorn. <laughs> it just just sounds like a radio show. <laughs>